everyone. Welcome to Out and Out Vibes podcast. We actually have a guest today, and it is Nancy and, and Gina. And we have a special guest, Gina. Who's our guest going to be today? We have Margaret Ann Lembo with us. She is the owner of the Crystal Garden and a conscious it's a conscious living store and center in Palm Beach, Florida. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Margaret, um, for over 30 years, has led workshops and classes around the country. And she's renowned for her dedication to helping people focus on mindfulness and positive thoughts, something we all need. Exactly. And yeah. she's also written eight books. Um, she even has Oracle decks five affirmation oral de- oral decks and nine spoken audio and you know if anybody after this podcast want to go to her website it's actually margaretannlembo.com and you know she even has you know you told us about the store Gina did you know she has aroma energetic sprays including smudges and chakra sprays she has like her own spiritual whole practitioner aromatherapy going on yeah i'm really excited about these sprays i love things like that and i'm excited to hear about those yeah and if anybody's interested in that you could go to www.thecrystalgarden.com for any of that stuff i think i'm gonna buy one of her sprays and one of her uh, smudges would be nice because i need that at work for myself (laughs) sounds great so all right so Let's bring Are her you in. ready? Let's bring her on. Yeah. Hey, Margaret. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Nancy and Gina. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thank you for being such a great guest. I'm all, all excited. You have accomplished a lot in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm only 30 years old. You're right. <laughs> I know. That's what I feel by your energy. So <laughs> oh, I know I'm not 30 years old, but that, but yes, you're right. In the 30, you know, we're going on 31 years this August as far as my business is concerned. So yeah, it's a great thing. I'm so grateful. So I want to um, first start on that because, like, I'm a medium psychic and I use all five senses. What made you go into this way? Are, are I know you're sensitive. What what sensitivity gift do you have and what made you go this way in the sense of spiritualism? Well, um, I've always been very spiritual my whole life, even though I was born and raised Catholic. I grew up in a, on a household that where mom uh, was very open-minded and I just didn't know it was, we were considered metaphysical until much later in my life, you mm-hmm. know, so this it was normal to talk about telepathy and, and to practice telepathy and to, you know, get into reading astrology columns and, and my mother was a prophetic dreamer. So we did a lot of dream interpretation. So a growing up and then there was a very strong, strong connection with the angels and saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that all kind of melded together. And then after being in a mortgage banker for about 12 years in the stock market crash of 87, I was catapulted out of that uh, industry, which I loved and I was good at and I made a lot of money at too. <laughs> uh, and um, it was time for me to open my store. So it took about, 
you know, 25 years to become an overnight success. We're 30 years, 31 years into it now, but, you know, it kind of evolved. And the, the what I have most predominantly, I would say, has to do with clear audience. Because when I write, like I hear, mm-hmm. I'm probably clear cognizance. I hear and I know what I need to write and what to write. So that's helpful. And the same thing when I teach and share and do workshops, yeah, a lot of times I'll have a PowerPoint presentation, but a lot of times I don't, and it's just whatever's supposed to be taught to that group in the, on that subject, for, for example, okay. whatever the subject is. So oh. does that sum it up for you? Oh, yeah, a lot. So you work a lot with crystals. I love crystals, and I know Nancy loves crystals. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> so I know that's one thing she's thrilled to talk about. Um, what made you start working with crystals well it kind of happened to me because you know growing up i i really i i collected seashells i wasn't into crystals but then when um i was uh was like the last year or two of being a banker Mm -hmm. uh, friends of mine asked me if i wanted to be a silent partner in buying crystals from Arkansas and bringing them back. And and I was like, sure, but, you know, if you know me, that which you don't yet, but maybe you might realize there's nothing quiet about me. There's nothing, there's no quiet. Can you get that? We can tell that already. <laughs> and so when the, when the, you know, when the market crashed and I transcend, you know, kind of transferred my life after the dark night of the soul and had the aha moment to open the crystal garden. Um, then everything just kept evolving and unfolding. And, you know, I, I was learning so much and I was teaching so much and I was teaching as fast as I was learning it and, and things that I remembered that I didn't know how I knew and it just kept evolving. So crystals were a part of very strong part of it because I've been buying and selling gemstones for over 30 years also. Now, with that, um, did you realize that the crystals were, did you, did they work through you? Did you think they were pretty at first or did they automatically start working with you? Can you tell our listeners? Yeah, thank you. I love this question and, you know, going down this, this particular uh, conversation. So I was, when I was growing up, I had a mentor, his name was Vic and he was, you know, my one of my father's best friends. His daughter was my age. I used to sleep over at their house a lot. And he taught me about quantum physics and Edgar Casey mm-hmm. and the Association of Research and Enlightenment and all these different uh, arenas to also focus on the power of positive thought yeah. and the magic of believing. So the way I approach gemstones is that crystals, minerals, stones, rocks, whatever you want to call them, they're all to me the same, you know, about, you know, as far as a uh, moniker that, but the, they are tools to amplify your attention on your intention. It's for using it for mindfulness and manifestation. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you guys? Oh yeah. I understand that. Perfect. But for our listeners who might not, do you understand what she just said, Gina? I do, but maybe she can talk a little bit more about mindful manifestation for our listeners. Exactly. I would I would love to, yeah. So, you know, and I know both of you know this already, but, but I'll, I'll just share this, that 
everything that we create in our life is created by us, each one of us, and also through the thoughts and belief systems that we have and what we put our attention on. And that's why it's super important to focus on what we do want versus what we don't want. Yeah. So, so mindful manifestation, well, first of all, mindfulness, which is a great little, you know, fancy word these days, but um, mindful mani- mindfulness is being very conscious of what you're thinking of about in the present moment mm-hmm. versus mindlessly having repetitive thoughts that maybe are negative going through one's consciousness. Instead, perhaps observing, oh, you just had a worrisome thought. Let's reframe that and let's focus on all the things we're grateful for and just keep shifting on the things that you do want and utilizing the power of the imagination. I know it sounds a little hokey to some people, maybe not to you too, but to some people, (laughs) you know, that the magic of believing in the use of the imagination. So that's what mindful manifestation is. It's like visualizing, imagining, and taking action, and taking action. You know, when I was a banker, I I would love to share this short little story about that. I um, took this course by Paul J. Meyer. You may have heard of him, Success Motivation, Inc., SMI. And the principles of that, you heard of that too? Was that Nancy that said, oh yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have not heard of it. Yeah. And and, and it's exactly what I just said. It has to do with focusing on what do you want? What do you want to create? What do you want to do? And then what the steps are to get where you're going and staying and visualizing and passionately acting toward And of course, it's going to come to pass where a lot of times work in the spiritual world, I perceive some, well, I should say sometimes people think things are happening to them, Mm -hmm. where really what's happening is we are creating our reality with every thought we have. That's pretty powerful. And I hope that people understand that. But I think more people do understand that these days with all the teachings that have been um, come to light. Mm -hmm. I think so. I mean, everybody's vibration is changing. You know, more people are becoming open-minded. You know, the generation, even older generations, middle and younger, it seems like each generation is becoming more aware of their surroundings, their thoughts, energy, and whatever they want to call it, it seems that they're opening more. Have you seen that more, Margaret? Well, what I, I, yes, I can say that's true. Okay. And I, because of what I do, the industry that I'm in, mm-hmm. which is, you know, retail and conscious living, you know, combined bookseller, um, over these 30 years, absolutely, you know, well, 31. So what we're seeing now is the next generation coming through and young men and young women that are contemplating this work and, and, buying these books and reading them at a younger age than perhaps when I was that age, you know, in my thirties or mid twenties, you know, I did, but mm-hmm. I just grew up in it. You know what I mean? It was normal for me. It wasn't anything, uh, it didn't have a label. It was just normal, you know? Correct. I have to tell you very quickly that I have introduced crystals to my niece and nephew. When they come over to my house, I have, on the windowsill in my bedroom, little crystals that I've gotten from Nancy and that I've purchased different places, and we always talk about them. They want to touch them and play with them. 
And I said, this is my crystal museum. So when you come over, you can come and look at them. And I have my crystal books. So if they have questions, we can talk about them. So it's a lot of fun teaching them about stuff. And uh-huh. now I know that, Margaret, and you, your most recent book is called Crystals Beyond Beginners, Awaking Your Conscious with Precious Gifts of the Earth. So how did writing this book change how you think about crystals? Well, I feel like the Crystals Beyond Beginners book, what it did was it allowed me to expand on what I had to say that I wrote in the Essential Guide to Crystals, Minerals, and Stones. Like, for I'll give you an example. So in the Essential Guide to Crystals, Minerals, and Stones, that one, which is, a, for lack of a better way of saying it, like a gemstone directory. So there's, you know, lots of photos, and each gemstone has a two-page spread. But you can only put so much in one book about one particular stone. So the, one of the concepts has to do with um, uh, professions and utilizing vibrational matching professions that um, utilizing the, ma- the gemstones to amplify the aspects and attributes of different soul purposes or um, life paths and how we can not only use it to you know improve our personal business if that happens to be our life path but all these other life paths so many of them overlay you know a guardian a, a mother a grandparent they're, they're all in a similar vibe, but also they're caregivers, so that falls into nursing and things of that nature and, and, and so on. So my point is, is it expanded my ability to explain what I meant when I would make a list in the other book that said, this stone is very good for nurses, doctors, podiatrists, you know, and I would make a list of, of all these professions that it would be beneficial for. So that was kind of cool because it gave me an opportunity to really write about that, just make versus a list. And, and a lot more like that, crystal grids, things of that nature. So it's interesting that you say that, you know, of a profession. So, um, you know, because like what you used to do, um, you know, and now you have this, um, you're in more in the conscious world and the spiritual world and open and you're working with a lot of crystals. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you feel that um, going from, I guess, like a day job, you know, in the world to having your own store, a spiritual store, that the vibration using crystals back then versus now, do you notice a difference when you're working with crystals? Well, I kind of, ha- yes, of course, because so many years have gone by that, you know, I've been working with the gemstone kingdom as well as aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. So um, what I'd say is my approach to spirituality just continued to unfold and crystals were a major part of it because it was also, it's also my livelihood. Like, you know, I buy and sell rocks. Basically, sure. that's one of my professions, <laughs> one aspect of a profession. But banking applied, have the knowledge I learned because I was a senior vice president. I was in senior management and I had a whole, you know, decent sized division. Sure. And so what I was doing is I was just running a, um, a business mm-hmm. within a business so I was able to apply all those tools that I learned in business 
and also for my own family growing up because everybody was self-employed to my new, you know, to what I was doing. Now, it took me a while, though, with the crystal business and, and metaphysics because back in 1988 when I opened, there wasn't a, like a, a whole lot of it. You know, people would make fun, oh, Voodoo Palace or the Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. You know, they'd make silly. They weren't being totally mean, but definitely playing with yeah. it, you know. <laughs> I perfectly understand that. <laughs> so did I answer your question though? yes you did oh, okay good because <laughs> I ramble sometimes no you're fine mm-hmm. I have a question okay. so you talked about um, vibrational healing and um, matching gemstones vibrational matching to mm-hmm. people's profession can you give us an example like you talked about caregivers what kind of crystal would you suggest for a caregiver? Well, one is, I would say, right off the bat, like rose quartz, because they are so much giving to other people constantly that it would be good for self-care for themselves. Uh, another one could be like angelite or any other light blue stone like celestite or blue lace agate, because if they're a really good caregiver... Um, they really listen. How about and and they and they also watch on, on cues from people when, even when the words aren't spoken to how, be a good caregiver. What about, were you going to say? How about aqua aura? I I don't talk about aqua aura all that much in any of my books. I don't even know if it's in any of my books. Mm-hmm. Um, aqua aura has been treated not that i'm against stones that have been treated or died or any of that i for some reason it's not on my radar but aqua aura i would put it in a similar vibrational category as like larimar or aquamarine which has to do also with communication and expressing oneself but also maybe expressing the emotions because of the watery vibration of the aqua aura okay that's good to know because, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of people use the aqua aura for, like, more spiritual enlightenment, but it does sound like it could fall into that also. Well, it's also, like, because it's a throat chakra stone primarily, mm-hmm. I, I feel that the throat chakra is the beginning of the six clairs, where we start hearing, sensing, feeling, tasting, knowing, receiving information, insights, and understanding, but the first cues come through the ears and the throat, the taste buds, you know, things of that nature. So that's that whole upper three chakras are almost like one in some ways. Sure. Does that, uh, you know, because they're so close together too. What they represent are very similar too. And it's all in the head region. So yeah, it's all in the same Mm -hmm. area. Yeah. So how did you, so if someone comes to your shop and says, um, I'm a nurse, or do they have to tell you with their profession or for your vibrational matching? Or oh. do you work, how do you work with someone with okay. vibrational matching? So I, I really, first of all, I really am about empowering clients. I want my clients slash customers to pick their own stones. I don't need to tell them, oh, I don't want to shit on people, you know. I don't want to tell them, you have to have this, or you should buy this, or this is the only stone that's good for this person or that person. These are, uh, you know, delineating specific 
gemstones for various uh, careers, professions, you know, life path archetypes is primarily for helping uh, each one of us have a deeper understanding of what another profession might be going through or have to do, but also how we could apply it also in our own lives. So when a person comes into the store, pardon me, and they say, oh, what should I buy for X, Y, Z, whatever it is, it could be anything. I might recommend a couple, you know, that I that I perceive would be beneficial, but then I immediately say, but what I really recommend is that you walk around the store, think of the person or the situation, whatever it is, and just relax into looking at the gemstones and see if anything jumps out at you that is like, wow. And, and it could be in the tumble stones. This isn't about purchasing, you know, large dollar amounts even. And I ask them not to read the little signs because we have little descriptions that are little excerpts from my book in each little bowl where all the tumble stones are. And you know what? That's how I developed the gemstone oracle is because people, I, they would tell me why they wanted it. I'd say, go and walk around and bring it up and I'll tell you what they, you know, why you were attracted to them. And I, and I would. And they would say, oh my gosh, you're so psychic. And I'm like, yeah, everybody is. It's, but that's not how I did that. This is about, you know, we are naturally drawn to what we need. And this stone represents X, Y, Z, whatever it is. Yeah, that's great. And in fact, that's something that Nancy has taught me to see what I'm attracted to, not just say, hey, I want something for this. So I think mm-hmm. that's very valuable. And then you're just seeing what your body is telling you you're doing what your body tells you because you're attracted to whatever that is mm-hmm. margaret i have a question i'm yes, attracted ma'am. to fire opal or the blue opal can you tell me what that's for so opals have a um iridescence let's say about them and mm-hmm. um there, there's also even some sort of a fire slash water combination vibe when you look at an opal, mm-hmm. and 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 so what that would show me is is that opals are about balance, about seeing the uh, many different perspectives of life, and how uh, just a, a little change in look, like head perspective, you know, because if you shimmer the chatoyancy of an opal like move your let's say it's on a ring and you move your hand your hand back and forth it will shine forth different colors and and you'll see it from a different perspective so then that translates literally to uh, to the the wearer i wear an opal ring often also to remember to see it from all perspectives to try to maintain the big picture and not to get too emotional about stuff. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, what about when people want to use multiple stones, like aligning crystals? Um, how how would someone go about figuring out where to put them on their body? Oh, for like a chakra balancing crystal alignment? Yes. Okay. So other than referring to all my different books, <laughs> I would <laughs> have to say it, and a CD that does it for you too. Um, the, the What I recommend is uh, get uh, a gemstone for each color of the rainbow. This is oversimplifying it. But in my first book, Chakra Awakening, I go into great depth about the various colors associated with each one of the chakras. 
And so each chakra uh, is vibrational, it, it aligns with a sound, it has a color association, and so on, and it keeps going. So what I say is if you can remember each one of the colors of the chakras, that the red stone is for the root chakra, so that could be a ruby or a garnet. The uh, navel, which some people call the sacral or belly chakra, that is uh, orange, so that could be a carnelian or orange calcite. And uh, the yellow vibration at the solar plexus could be a citrine or golden topaz, the uh, heart chakra, pink and green, watermelon tourmaline, pink calcite, green stones in general, emeralds, and so on. I mean, I could keep going. Would you like me to finish going up each one of the chakras? Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. good. And then at the throat chakra, it's a pastel or turquoise blue. And so the gemstones that I associate most there are amazonite or amazonite, a stone of truth, um, blue topaz, aquamarine, angelite, celestite. And then at the third eye center, which is back in the middle of the brain, is that, you know, I typically see like a deep, rich purple vibration that's considered like indigo blue or indigo purple. And so that would be stones like deep bark amethyst, lapis lazuli, sodalite, sapphires, iolite. And then when you get to, and there's so many more, I'm just giving a few. And then when you get to the crown chakra, that one is like gold and white light. It's your our halo that we all have. And in that vibration, it's white and it has like an iridescence to it as well like a golden flex sparkling so i could go all the way from pyrite which is a heavy stone all the way up to like selenite and clear quartz diamonds <laughs> if you want that could be uh, at the crown chakra area all women love diamonds <laughs> that's right i think we should use diamonds for every chakra and then because they carry the full spectrum of light <laughs> there we go awesome <laughs> well in your book you talk about cord cutting and you know cord cutting is good because it helps you like myself I do that every day because of what I do can you explain this a little bit about cord cutting your experience and how it helps um, our listeners in their life I would love to yes so as we evolve our spiritual path and you know continue to strive toward improving personal development we get to points in our life where we might have an awareness of repetitive patterns that are showing up in our life whether it's you know you're in a different job but in some ways it's the same situation and the same co-workers even though that faces have changed and then there's also situations where we might have repetitive experiences very similar with relationships and of all kinds because we're in relationship to everything but especially like romantic relationships it's like it's a different person but it's sort of the same story all over again mm-hmm. and and those are just two examples but so because we have um everything affects us from zero years old so in utero all the way to the present moment there are things that have happened in our life that we um, affect us some, and, and most of the ones that affect us, the, the you know that what that proverbial switch in our consciousness to have these um, challenges um, usually happen between ages zero and ten, but you know even even later and into further into our lives. 
And so what we want to do is really go to the source of what the issue is that we keep attracting the same thing again and again and again because we all are connected. We're all, you know, one. And so we have these webs of energy. If you look at Alex Gray's work, I love his artwork. It shows he's very good at portraying our energy fields and how we have these webs of, of and lights that come around us as a web, but also are emanating. And we have connections between past lovers, our parents, our relatives, all these people, you know, maybe a, t- a teacher from grade school. And if those cords are still being tugged on or buttons are getting pushed to this day and we're like 30, 40, 50, 60 and up, and it's time to let go of that stuff. It's to uncover what it is. And some of times we know what, who it is or what the situation was, and other times we don't. So with the cord cutting process, it's like a form of regression therapy to help shift our consciousness to whatever it is that we need to cut the cord with or from um, for whatever's going on in our life at this given moment in time. And you have a CD on this, so if someone, is it a guided CD for someone to listen to and you tell them what to do? Absolutely, very much so. It has an introduction to it, you know, where I I do a little much longer description of what I just shared with with you now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, I would say at least 20 minutes that I discuss that. And then then it goes, the next track is on um, having the experience. And I just launched a, a a more recent one of those on my Academy of the Spiritual Arts, my web uh, online academy that is available too. And then you can play it over and over and over again um, via mobile devices. It's a little easier. Wait, so, wait, um, yeah, you- and, and it's also in this book. And the Crystals Beyond Beginners, it's also in this book as well. Wait, do you say, did you just say you have an online academy? I do. It's called Academy of the spiritualarts.com okay. and there, it's quite a bit of content in there and uh, quite a bit of it is very affordable oh, and it's nice. a great way for people you know of all levels so anybody who's to, looking for questions or answers or anything that they're looking for they could go there and probably find an answer to what they're looking for yes thank you yes Oh, that's awesome. so give us an example of what's on there I don't know, I on your academy pull it up like hey, how to meditate i'm going to open up my website and that okay. way i can just list a few of these while we're talking sure there's definitely a how to meditate and the cord cutting one just went up okay. so i'm just going to academy of the spiritual mm-hmm. and let's see and then you can click on webcasts and we have webcast bundles as well as single bundles and so it's heading over there now. So angels and the heavenly entourage, archangels and gemstones, aromatherapy and spiritual practice. Um, and uh, aromatherapy courses on more than de- much deeper. I have a um, chakra awakening crystal healer level one and uh, balancing and laying on of stones, how to do it, creative visualization, matching intentions. I mean, I could go on and on. I should probably stop now. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. So so with your chakra 
level one. What was that? Chakra and crystals levels one. Is that what you said? It's chakra awakening. It was like I've been teaching it for about how many years now? Probably twenty-two. Maybe and maybe a little bit more. I told. Why? Right, what made? What made you say twenty-two? Because. Because I'm psychic. That's what I was told to tell you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aww, that's fantastic. I love that. It was officially it was officially called Chakra Awakening. Um, uh, it, I think I shifted the name to it in 2011 when the book came out. Mm-hmm. But I was started teaching it in in, uh, in 2001 as as a as a certification course. Prior to that. It was just a series of courses. And then people who were part of my life at that time, it's like, make this into a certification. People want a piece of paper. Yeah. So that's when it shifted into, you know, a certification course. Oh, great. You answered mm-hmm. my question before I asked it. When I heard level one, I was like, I wonder if that's a class and if you get a certificate. But you said it. I'm well, pretty perfect. sure that that one I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my there are, and some of the courses I teach are also for CEUs, for Florida massage therapists, too. Oh, oh nice. Awesome. Like healing mm-hmm. of hands, they could do continuing education credits with you. That's not the course I teach. The ones that I that are approved by CE Broker are Chakra Awakening, and that's uh, on on the website. Okay. And then and live and in person, Chakra Awakening Level One, Chakra Awakening Level Two, and then my aromatherapy and vibrational healing course is a two day course also, and that all of those are two day courses, and that one has um, like thirteen CEUs that has more because I teach uh, blending as well. Oh, that would be great. Oh, it's so much fun. I love that part so much. Now, Adam, oh, I, everything that you, do you have a favorite that you like the most? Do you like everything? What's your favorite thing to do? Aromatherapy, crystals, spiritual enlightenment, teaching. What's your favorite thing that you get a lot of joy of? Well, everything you just said. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all like, it's all, it's, I love, I also love buying from my store. I love buying the gemstones and. I love writing. I mean, I'm writing a new deck that's going to come out in 20, spring 2020. And then uh, another two manuscripts I'm trying to decide or find out which one first is going to come out first. Wow, you're So I have woman. to work with the publishers. You know, they, they help me in sure. determining what comes out first. You're, you're like a busy woman. <laughs> yes. Today I was being very restful, though. I mean, after a bunch of stuff in the morning, relatively speaking for me, I definitely... Um, rested today but yeah i have a type a personality <laughs> <laughs> well everyone needs to rest you have to rejuvenate yourself mm-hmm. it's so true thank you for reminding me say it again <laughs> yeah right take time for yourself of- you need that rose yeah. quartz that you were talking about <laughs> exactly see you're right <laughs> i wanted to ask about your aromatherapy sprays yeah. Do you create them with a crystal in mind? Do you put a piece of crystal in them? How do you create them? So in the beginning, in the earlier days, it was simply um, the, I make the I make the aromatherapy blend. So smudge and spray is like the second or third one, but that's the most popular. That's worldwide number one, and that is 22 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, as I continued on, like when I got to doing 
I think it's when I started doing the um, chakra sprays, the, that, that part of the line. I have in those sprays not only the master blend of the essential oils, but also um, gemstone tinctures, or you could call them gemstone essences, which also have in that same essence the holy waters, which I've collected from around the world, and now people bring me holy water. Thank you so much. And also Bach flower remedies. Oh, and, wow. and, and using all these different vibrational medicines, it's the energy of the smelling, you know, using the olfactory nerve with the inhalation of the, uh, of the spray, but also as you spritz yourself, you're like getting blessed. You're getting holy water. I, I was lucky. My mother put holy water on me all the time when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> my mom did too. I, I do that in all my sprays. Add a little bit of holy water, some essential oils, and put a crystal if I need it, if so be it. Good. So, I love it. And See, then, we're all on the same wavelength. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Perfect. Well... It has been very nice, Margaret. You, you know, being a guest, you have shared a lot of information with our listeners. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Well, I think the best way is through Margaret Ann Lembo, L-E-M-B-O.com. Margaret Ann Lembo.com. But they, they can find me through the Crystal Garden.com, through the Academy of the spiritual arts.com i'm very active on instagram so please feel free to follow me there as well as on facebook um so many pages on facebook <laughs> and groups i even have a free book club i do a lot of facebook live events on oh. facebook and margaret ann lembo's book club it's a private group so you have to ask to join you know oh that's great and, and don't you also have um a crystal card of the day I do that a lot of times. I do that on Instagram, but there's also a card of the day that everybody can get in their inbox. And I, I think that comes like every other day is I think what the way we have it set up. So it's not too overwhelming. I, I'd have to ask my assistant how we have it set up. But yeah, you get a card of the day and it has the front of the card, the back of the card from my original deck, my original first deck that I created. And your yeah. does your margaretandlimbo.com take you to all your other websites and and your university and all? Okay. It does. You okay. can see it on the very tippy top bar on margaretandlimbo.com. There's a place where you can click on Academy of the Spiritual Arts or the Crystal Garden as well as Facebook, Twitter. I have a decent size YouTube. If you want to follow me on YouTube, LinkedIn, the whole the whole shebang of all the social media. Oh, great! You will. Well, thank you very much for being a guest and sharing uh, your energy with us. Thank you so much for being so gracious. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Nice well, to meet you. And if we come down to Florida, we're going to pop into your store and say hello. I need oh, to, I hope so. I need be to sure go buy. Let me know, so I'll be there. I want to buy some okay. crystals. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Nancy Tursey, we're saying goodbye from Out and Out Vibes Podcast. Peace out. Bye, everyone.